Can you hear me, people? Checking, one, two, one, two, checking. Sounds great. Great. Yeah. We're starting this, this podcast <laughs> off with a bang. <laughs> Way better than Wednesday. If you can hear me, fantastic. <laughs> it's a win. It's, we're already winning. Already winning. We're already winning. Hot diggity daggity. Well, um, I'm just going to tell you, today's a good day. That's all there is to it. It's a blessed day. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye people. What's the one with the, when you get up, when I rise up in the morning, I will, I don't know what that is. I can't remember what that scripture is, but I think it was, I think David said it in a psalm. I don't know, but let's make it, but what's the one that you talks about when you wake up in the morning and you praise him or you're thankful or I don't know, but listen, I woke up. It's a good day. Today is the day. Today is the day that the Lord has made. And Thank I will rejoice you. and be glad in it. I will rejoice and be glad in it. That's right. Yep. Uh, my mom said that, I think it was before my dad passed. Mm. Just before my dad passed or right after he passed. I don't know. That was the scripture the Lord gave her. Aww. That's a good scripture. Mom, my mom says that all the time. Yeah. So that, this is the time. day that the Lord has made. Yep. I will rejoice and be glad in it. That's a good decision. That is. That's good. It's like putting on joy. Um, which is a tr- is a decision as well. Like being happy is usually an emotion; it's a feels, right? Mm-hmm. But joy that is something you put on. That's a choice. It's like you wear a jacket; mm-hmm. you make that decision whether you're wearing a jacket. Yeah, that's good. Or a coat. Is it cold outside? You put the coat on. Are you in the mully grubs? You put joy on. There you go. It's a choice. That's all there is to it. You can be depressed or sad. I don't even know why I went down that little road. Because you said it was a great day. Because I said it was a great day. Thank you very much, Tracy. That's what I'm here for. Thank you. That's right. (laughs) God bless. What would we do without you? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Thank God I'm never going to have to find out. Never. Ever. Here here to stay. (laughs) Or, (laughs) listen, if if, if she decides, listen, like... This is podcast 83, even though we have it as podcast 82. So mark this down, Bashki. She's watching. Okay, so if something happens to Tracy, you can use this as evidence (laughs) that I killed her. All right? Because the odds are if she dies an early death before the 120, which God has promised her, it will be be because the hedge of protection that she was supposed to have over her lifted (laughs) because she made a bad decision, which is to leave me. (laughs) If she leaves me, she dies. Oh, my gosh. So early death. So now we know. Mom, please screen record this. Yes. (laughs) If she dies, it's only at my hands. Okay. Listen, 120, baby. But uh, but if if something happened, listen. Apparently, you can be a be you can be gay and mm. go to heaven under certain denominations mm. now. So listen, if something happens to Jerry and Tom, she's my ticket. <laughs> we'll just switch denominations. But I'm the man in the relationship. <laughs> okay, I'm the guy. Oh my god, which is kind of funny, Mutt and Jeff. Listen. But I listen. I will manhandle you, girl, all day long. Do I need to be manhandled? I don't know, but I'm just saying. If things go awry, okay, I choose you, okay, and I have to be the guy. But we'll be okay. We'll be safe because Jesus is love. Jesus is love. And if it feels right, right, then it is right. Right. 
And we'll go to heaven. And we'll just wear the shirts that say you be you. All day long. All day long. All day long. All day long. I'm going to be me all day long. Speaking of, if you would like to buy your own. (laughs) (laughs) What a segue. shirts. Please scan the QR code. Or go to foundationchurchfl.com. We are listen. We there are people who have given. I know to this. I love it to this uh, podcast. Yeah, and as soon as the correct T-shirts come in, they're getting theirs. Right. So yeah, you can now go on and support us. I'm wearing one. You You can now go on and support us. I I got like the only medium that actually is not crooked. I know that's. How hard is it to put this on straight? Right over this location here. Apparently very difficult because this is like just a thing right now. It's nuts. Right. It's not hard. Here we go. There it is. I know. Super cute. You can you can scan that QR code today and get your UBU shirt and. If your husband dies and your pastor's wife wants to marry you, you be you. <laughs> as long as you're going to go to heaven, as that's all that matters. Don't do anything that would cause your... Well, listen, I did I, I did say the sinner's prayer. Okay. So no matter what I do... There you go. I'm going to heaven. There you go. So... Don't read your Bible. Don't read the Bible. <laughs> do not do that. Just stick with the doctor. That could be dangerous. Just stick with the doctor. <laughs> oh my gosh. And you'll be saved. And we'll go to heaven. There we go. Just like that. Yep. Just like that. <laughs> just like that. Vanessa just said, what like did she that. tune into this? Huh? Vanessa said, what did I just tune into? <laughs> oh, me hooking up with Tracy. Yeah, that's it. That's what you, you just tuned in. into. Yeah. Me hooking up with Tracy. <laughs> God forbid if something happens to Tom or oh Jer. But if something happens to Tom yeah. and nothing happens to Jer, yeah. I'm going to have to figure this out. I mean, sister wives. Nobody's no, asked that question No, because I'll manhandle Jer. Oh, you can I don't want a manhandle chair. Oh. <laughs> but sister wives, that does sound interesting. It is. That's very interesting. Yeah. I, I, on, a, on a real, we'll get to the real podcast. Okay. Eventually, just yeah. give me one momento. Right. Yeah, uh, listen, I was with out. my general contractor and his wife yesterday, mm. whom I love her. Yeah. She speaks Spanish. Yeah. I speak no Eng- I, I speak no English or Spanish. No, I I speak no Spanish. I had the best flipping time with her trying to figure out both of us trying to figure out what each other were trying to say. Oh my god, she's so flipping awesome. But um, I don't know why I said that. But um, oh, that because I was just saying uno momento. That's the reason. <laughs> like I was pulling out every flipping Spanish word out of the you know where oh that I could because mm-hmm. I know no Spanish like way. I was correcto mm-hmm. momentito mm-hmm. like everything yeah she understood what I was trying to say though god bless that woman wow yeah she knew I was a mess but but her English is about as good as my Spanish there you go and she is the sweetest thing so Tracy mm. What were we just saying? Because I, I, I wanted to take one moment and go down that path really quick. Well, I don't know. But my mom also said, rise and shine and give God the glory glory. <gasps> That's another one. That's another one. That's another one. That's a very good one. That is. That's one way we should. No, I was going to tell you something. Oh, well, you were saying. Oh, sister wives. Oh, oh that. Oh, yeah. That Gosh, was. That's where I wanted to go. Okay. I didn't like, know. how insane do you have to be to want to share a man? Pretty insane. That's nuts. That's pretty nuts. Like, I'm. I'm not a jealous person by no means. Right. But I'm not a sharer either. Yeah. I 
hey, Sharon. Sharon's not I caring. I like myself too much. Huh? <laughs> Sharon is not caring. No, not in that relationship. <laughs> not when it comes to that. Uh, we will throw some hands. Listen. Like, I have had some women straight up in my face at the door, like, say some mm. things to my husband that I almost thought to myself, if this was the old me, like, I would, I'd be taking you down right now. <laughs> Taking you down right now, Why but do I miss these? like, huh? <laughs> Why do I miss these moments? It, I Ugh. I was taken aback, I and it's happened more than once. I literally was taken aback. Like when you say at the door, you mean after church? After when church, guys not in this saying. building. Yeah, yeah, but I, that I've heard of in this building okay, at the okay. old building. Yeah, straight up to my face, telling him how good looking he was, how they they and their family were talking about how good looking he was, wearing inappropriate things. There has been one person that, but they don't come here anymore, that I thought was a little bit too forward. Mm. I mean, it happens, whatever. Yeah. But um, I'm not, I'm like, I don't do that with men. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm a fun person, but yeah. I'm not right. a person like. Yeah. There's different levels. Well, That's yeah, there is. Like, 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 here's an example of it. Like uh, Pastor Rodney, mm -hmm. like, see, I don't like him when he's super skinny. Yeah. So when he started gaining all that weight back, yeah. I was like, I remember saying to him, I'm like, dang, you look really great. Yeah. Like, I think you look, but I wasn't like, yeah, good. exactly. You are a fine man. Right, right, right. Like, who does that? Yeah. And I'm not saying, I'm saying that Pastor Rodney does look really great, but I would never like, yeah. It's so disrespect or it's disrespectful mm. to Pastor Donica. Right. Like, I think it's funny that Norma has made fun of and said she would marry uh, Jonathan right. or Adalis. Yeah. <laughs> she thinks they're both hot. Yeah. I see. I think that that's funny. It is funny. But she ain't hitting mm -hmm. on nobody. Right. Like, I don't know. I, know. I just think inappropriateness. But sister wives, mm. that's some crazy stuff right there. Yeah. It never works. I was going to say. It never works. Statistics people. aren't good. Mm -mm. Not good at all. So any of you guys out there thinking about going that way, mm. just know, right, ain't going to happen. And everybody ends up talking about each other. If you notice, if you ever watch those shows, mm. they all end up talking about each other. And that's, what does that say? Gossip uh, separates close friends. Doesn't mean, it, it mostly mm. means you're going to separate, obviously you're going to separate from the one you're gossiping about. Right, uh, right. That's a no brainer. Right. But you're talking about the person with your close friend. Right. So it's going to separate you with your close friend. Yeah. That's why I will not, I do not gossip. Yeah. I do not gossip with anyone, especially I would never gossip with somebody that I loved and was dear about because I have done it. Mm -hmm. I have lost them mm -hmm. and it was not worth the gossiping with them. Yeah. They were a great friend yeah. and it cost me losing them. Not worth it. Yep. Not worth it. Mm -hmm. I, I promise you the scripture is true. Um, <laughs> I found that out for myself. Yeah. It's true. You will lose that close friend. Mm -hmm. All righty, Rue, let's go into all that we have going on, girl. All right, here we go. So if you are on Facebook, real quick, you can hit any of the reactions. So we've got the like, the love, 
Um, you can do the laughing emoji, whatever you want to do, just all the good ones. And please share this. So you can share this. If you have like, for example, like I have a bunch of social media accounts that I maintain. So you can share this, like I could share it to my photography page. I could share it wherever I want it, basically. Um, but if you just have a personal page, you can share it there. Um, it'll just get us into the newsfeed. Plus people will start to hear about what's going on. And then maybe they have some questions and they can join in on the conversation. Um, and then obviously you can head over or you can comment too. We were just saying that, but you can head over to rumble as well. And you have the option to like and comment and only share the link. You can't really share to your rumble page, um, but you can share the link and it'll give you like you copy and paste it wherever you want to do that. Um, YouTube, you can subscribe, you can like it and comment as well. We were in, we're in the chat right now, waiting on you guys to have some conversations. Um, if you've never watched this before, please let us know because we want to know who you are and where you're watching from. We really, really enjoy all that conversation. Um, and then Black Robe is our own platform. So there you can comment to us and you can subscribe as well. And then we can head over to our merch. Um, we have our mug that is available. It's available at Foundation Church as well. So if you're here on Sunday and you want to purchase one, it's in our merch store. But if you're not, you can click foundationchurchfl.com. You click shop. It's right in there. You can scan that QR code. We have, as featured earlier in the show and on Hope Today, our UVU t-shirt, um, QR code, same spot as the mug, foundationchurch.fl.com, click shop. And our spoon is available too today, and you can get it in the same location, or if you scan that QR code, each of them go to their exact merch. So that one will go right to the spoon, and you can order it today, and we will ship it out to you. You know what we're going to do today? Hmm. I just got a wild hair. Okay. For... Um, the person that shares the podcast the most today, okay, we'll send them the spoon. Okay, so pay attention to that, Logan, for me. Whoever shares the podcast the most today, we'll send you the spoon. Okay, so sounds good. We'll figure that out. We'll figure yes, it out. That sounds good. So all you got to do is, yeah. all they have to do is tell you in their their in their comments yeah. that they've shared. Yeah. Say, yeah. Tell us you shared. We'll confirm it. Yeah. Um, if you share it on Rumble, just tell us where you shared it to. Yeah. If you share it, a YouTube link. Um, but if you share it on Facebook, um, we'll be able to see that. Yep. We'll get you that. We'll send you that spoon. Perfect. Trust me. You'll have never cooked better yeah, or with that spoon. You'll and have very well never behaved been children. <laughs> <laughs> not yet that spoon's not in your kitchen not yet not yet <laughs> that spoon's gonna be in your kitchen i can promise you because that's gonna be one of your gifts at your ba- at your baby shower no i have it but i but i don't I, I it's too nice to use in the kitchen we use it in other places uh oh wow. dear lords of mercy <laughs> not like that hope. <laughs> you never know with you yeah, it's true <laughs> my mind just went to a really bad place. Oh, All I gosh. could think is an imprint <laughs> of the in, a pa- in an area that should not have an imprint oh of the Hope Hotline. Oh, Hope. That's how we keep you around. <laughs> wacky, wacky. 
Okay, and if you have any questions, <laughs> especially that one, oh, dear Lord. Um, ask hope at hopehotline.com. And if you're ever like quickly trying to remember what it is, if you go to our Instagram page, it's right there. If you go to our Facebook page, it's right there. Um, and we're always posting about this. So if it's just like you're having a hard time recalling what the email is, you can also send it on our Facebook page in the direct messages. You can send it... Um, in our Instagram DMs. Um, so if you're just kind of struggling or you can always reach out to us and we'll we'll get you the right email because I know sometimes a few people have asked. Um, so that's that. Do you want to chit-chat about this? I do. Okay. And thank God you have it up because I didn't tell you to put it up. But hey, listen. Yes. Let me get it. Move on right over there. Um, let me see. She's okay. having a hard time well, clicking. No, I was going to put it in your little thing so you can talk, gonna, but I will. No, I'll, that's I'll get okay. It. Okay. You want me to leave it? So my first yes. ever on Monday night... We don't have the time frame of that one, right? Well, it's right here. Yeah, oh, I, do. I do, I do, I do. Woohoo! Yep. My first one, Monday night, October 30th from 6.30 to 8 p.m. Like I said, I stole my friend's idea. We're going to have our, our our own little ladies night. Um, the first one again is this Monday from 6.30 to 8 in the Caboose Cafe mm. Fellowship area. Mm-hmm. If you don't, what, don't know why, it's called the Caboose Cafe. <laughs> Well, then you just haven't been watching my husband preach very yeah. much. <laughs> tune in <But> on Sunday. <laughs> tune in on Sunday. Um, but we're going to have our first ever uh, Dare to Be. And please come and join me for that because um, it's going to be a great night. Uh, God's given me some good stuff to share with you. And um, it'll be a time of fellowship. And then we'll go into a time of teaching. And then we'll just end the night um, in prayer. And then we'll be good to go. Perfect. Yeah. So, dare to be. I'm excited about it. Yeah. I just just talking to someone today about it, and um, I think I I um, for me, I'll be honest with you. Uh, God is what I'm going to be speaking on. It's something that God Himself has been doing with me, and so uh, I know that it's not just for me. I know that God is wanting to do a lot of things and a lot of people. And the time is getting short and things are nuts. I was watching, um, I was obviously watching because I was here, but uh, my husband's podcast last night, if you don't know about that, it's uh, the Tom Lipley podcast. And like today, uh, in my in my time of prayer and Bible study, all I could keep, all I thought about, I don't know if you guys watched the podcast last night, but there is a um, Hamas went into an Israeli family's home and, uh, on took their phone and on I believe it was Facebook did a Facebook live as they um it was a family of five a husband and a wife a 17 year old son and two daughters the daughters looked one looked like she was about mm, 11 12 and the other one looked like she was about seven um and they uh no one knows where the two little girls are but they took the father, they shot him in the leg, began to do whatever um, whatever they were doing, terrorizing them. Um, at some point, they killed the father. All of this on Facebook Live, live with their family. Everyone that's friends with this family on Facebook watched their, their, them be killed. Except for the two little girls where nobody knows where they are. Who knows because they're usually sold or not sold. They're just... Yeah, I'm not even going to get into it. Yeah, it's not right. good, but yeah. um, so what they did is they killed the uh, father and mother, 
on on the live stream and then they took the son the son then proceeds to go door to door um, in the neighborhood as they kill people who are opening the doors and killing the families that are inside those all on live stream and then they kill him if you don't think that you're living in the end times you are crazy and we are about kingdom business and people need to know him and all I could do is pray for the family that had to watch that on live stream and the people of Israel, the people like people will say, well, what's happening to um, the Palestinians, the Muslims and things like that. And I say, no one's doing, the Israelis are not doing anything to the people of Palestine that is being done to them. They're doing something in response. No one in Israel is going over and raping and taking men, women and children and beheading them. And I mean, this is horrible stuff. It's what is prophesied in Revelation, um, what is spoken about in Jeremiah, um, it, throughout Scripture, Daniel, it's throughout Scripture, even Psalms. But we are like, it's a time, it, it is, we are in a very quick period of time where we need to be responding quickly. We need to be winning the lost. And um, it's, it's it, it, the only thing that's going to bring comfort and peace to people in a very, um, what's the word, what does the word say that it's going to be, it's going to be a time of lawlessness. Um, the only peace that we can bring to people during this time of lawlessness is Jesus. And that's the only thing that can bring peace and comfort to people in a time of such tumult. And we need to be about that. It's a big deal. And my heart, I, I literally, in the middle of my Bible time, I literally had to stop. I couldn't, it would, it's so heartbreaking for me. And if you can sit there and take all of that stuff in and it not have any meaning to you or you're kind of like, um, what's the word for it? Numb to it, yeah. or it's like kind of rolls off of you. I sit there and go, man, you need to connect. You need to get you need to get some connection with the Holy Spirit because that should that should um, shake you to the core. That are that are those are people. Those are people's families. Those are children. Um, those are God's people. And I sat there and I literally said to the Lord, those are your people. I know that it's, I know it's the word and it says that these things will happen, but protect and keep safe as many, like a hedge protector protection around these people and let as, as least amount of harm be done. Um, and it's, and if you don't think it's going to come to this country, you're sorely mistaken. The, the plan is to go, to go global. Uh, we are the restraining and thank God we're grafted in and we're Gentiles. And part of the reason why our country has been so safe is because of the men and women, um, who founded this country and it was founded on biblical principles and because, um, the favor that we have always or siding with or the allegiance and, and alliance that we've had with Israel, that has kept us. Um, but the administration that's currently in, and even some of the people who are cons uh, Republicans, that they're not they're they're not for Israel. And let let, let that be no mistake that, that they are. It's not. And so we need to really know 
uh, what's going on in the world. We need to be about praying um, and, and standing up against and be the restraining. And we need to be praying for the people of Israel. And um, it's a super important big deal. And my heart breaks I don't know. Did you girls see any of that? Did you see any of that? Not maybe on Tom's podcast, but did you see any of or hear about that? It's uh, terrible. Yeah, I've heard about certain things, definitely, but not. I didn't hear about the Facebook Live thing, but man, how evil. It's very, very evil. There's a lot of things going on. And see, the thing is, is like Tom does that podcast on purpose. Right. Um, uh, there, there's, um, there's a lot of people doing podcasts, but there's nobody who's doing podcasts and correlating it with the word mm-hmm. yeah, um, like he does. Right. There's a lot of people who will do it as a news, but there's like somebody, um, there's a big influencer um, out there right now who says that Tom is the Christian Dan mm-hmm. Bongino. Yeah. And I would say he is correct. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but there's nobody to that level. Right. There's a lot of times you had Pat Robertson. He mm-hmm. had his news, right? And, and, and then you have, um, like, other people who present it as news, but there's nobody who's digging in and going deeper with it, and um, like my husband. But I, will, I would be lying if I told you that even it doesn't – I would be lying if I told you it doesn't affect him mm-hmm. because it does. Um, he has to be very, very careful because he's a feeling mm-hmm. person. He um, he doesn't watch Hallmark for nothing. <laughs> I do not. Um, he loves people. Yeah. And um, like he loves he loves the people of Israel. He knows truth. Mm-hmm. Like there is there's corruption, but those are God's people. Mm-hmm. And 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 just in general, what happens in this side of the world. Yeah. Um, it, it bothers him. So he has to keep things in check. Otherwise, mm-hmm. it gets him like, ugh, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, of course. But God's given him a job to do, and that is to make sure that Christians wake up, understand what is going on in the world mm-hmm. so that we can be winning the loss. See, if you just idly sit by mm-hmm. and act like and put your head in the sand or don't pay attention, things are going to go in and around on in and around you, and you will do nothing about it. But you're proactive when you understand what's going on in and around the world. And if you're not proactive and you still know what's going in and, on, in and around the world, shame on you. Shame on you. you. There's a responsibility level for each and every single one of us. When we know something and yet we do nothing about it, shame on you. So we need to, we need to be um, getting involved. In, and not, I'm not saying politically involved i'm talking spiritually yeah this is a war on the spiritual realm like people need to get to fighting in the spirit Mm -hmm. in the spiritual realm we war not against flesh and blood but against spirits and principalities that's who we fight against and we have uh the ability to make things uh go faster or make things slow down and mm-hmm. let's be about slowing things down. So so I'm going to answer some questions since I've already taken up 30 minutes. So sorry for all of you who are bored. But <laughs> I'm, my nose is running a little bit. Um, so here's the thing. I'm going to read. Before I read this first question, 
like sometimes people write in and when they write in, they say the nicest stuff, but I'm going to add, like, I I appreciate when people Mm -hmm. send in their question and then they give a little bit of a backstory to their situation. Um, And then uh, it helps me, first of all, understand the question sometimes a lot better. But second of all, uh, it just lets us know like what we're doing. Mm -hmm. It matters. Yeah. I love it. So let me read you this first little part because then you're going to know who this person is. Well, the person, I think, when they hear the question, is going to know who their, whose question it is. But still, I'm going to read it. It says, uh, but then you guys all understand it better. It says, I am a new believer, recently born again, and baptized at Foundation Church. That made me so happy. Mm-hmm. I cannot tell you how happy I was when I found out that you got saved here. Yeah. We have a lot of people who get saved um, and baptized here, but you don't always hear about it. I mean, so it says my family did not attend church when I was young. So my only experience with any form of religion was attending Sunday school when I visited my grandmother and it was very infrequent. Now I read my Bible every day and I am following a, tw- a 12 month reading plan. I also attend the women's hub and root studies at church. Okay. This is what everybody who is a new believer needs to stink and do. Mm. Like you are what. We need everybody to do. Yeah. Like you have to plug in. If yes. It says to win the lost and to disciple believers. Right. The only way that happens is if the believer gets plugged in. So I don't know if I think you're the woman's hub. Is she talking about Monday's hub or is she talking about your hub? I think she's talking about Mondays. Mondays. Or, or Fridays. Is, Fridays is root too. Right? And Fridays is yeah. root. So she so probably, probably kinda, you may come Monday night. Mm-hmm. Yep. You got to do that. Yeah. Like, how are you going to learn? Mm-hmm. How do you dig deep? Right. And you're reading your Bible every daggum day. Yeah. <sighs> yep. Yep. <laughs> Golly. <laughs> like, know. this is like uh, salvation. What's that dummy? What's that book of dummies 101? Or? Oh, yeah. Like, uh, uh, what is that called? Um, dummies for... Dummies guide. Dummies guide. guide. This yeah, is yeah, like yeah. Th- if you Football were going to do a like if you got saved. Yeah. A dummies guide. Yeah. Why are you crying, Norma? Oh, Norma just felt the baby. Kiss. <laughs> I'm like, my daughter's over there crying across the room. I'm like, what in the world? So <laughs> this is dummies guide 101 for right. new believers. Right. And like you are rocking the house because yeah. <laughs> nobody does this. And then they were they are like, it doesn't work. Oh, no, it works. You just didn't do what needed to be done for it to work. Mm-hmm. So, like, reading your Bible every day. There you go. Getting involved. Mm-hmm. Fellowshipping. Yep. Iron sharpening iron. Yep. Root is fun, 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 yeah, fantastic, yep. especially it. if you're a new believer. Yeah. And by the way, they just wrote a book. Oh, They cool. have a new book out. Go and yeah. see if you can find it. It's okay. on Amazon. Okay. So, the people who do our um, Friday Night Hub, it's basically for... People who get saved, they dig, they get rooted in the word. Then the next one is, ah, I can't, I don't remember. They have three different learning things, right? And each, I think it's like a three-step program. And they these programs. What? They do transform. Transform? This is all, yeah, transform. So is that the second one? I think so. The oh, I wish I had, I had. I'm in. Um, I'm in the Holy Spirit, Mamas, right now, and that's been awesome. 
That's good. I don't remember. But but they have a three-step program for if you're brand new, newly saved, or not even newly saved, because see, here's what happens. People get saved. They never are, they go to weak churches. So even when on Sunday morning, they're not taught anything. Mm-hmm. And then they're not even told, you should be reading your Bible, you should be memorizing scripture. They're not, none of that's going on, right? Mm-hmm. So um, that's where, like, if even if you haven't gone if even if you're not newly saved, but you don't really understand the Bible, that's what this is good for. Like this three-step learning program, it's discipling you, right? So you going to Root is, the Root Studies is good. Can You can't find that? It's, yeah, on, it's, it's on Tom's desk. Hey, Norma, do me a favor. Go, but I want to be able people to buy it. I think it's, go on your dad's, she, well, we're trying to go and get on your desk. It's the Root book. Yep. Um, so, uh, fantastic. You'll need to, yeah, I, I found it on my Facebook page and now I'm trying to find it on, on Amazon. Um, they probably need to have some here at the church so people can buy them. Yeah. But, um, and then we could also send them if you're interested in, in this, in something like this that I'm, and you don't come here, let me know. We'll figure out how to get it to you. In fact, I'll buy the book for you and we'll send it to you. So don't let, let Logan know. Mm-hmm. And, um, I, I would love to invest in people so that they get a stronger walk with God. This is the first book of the three steps that they've um, wrote, and so I can send off the first book. Um, but thank you, honey. I appreciate it. So this is the book. All right. And it's by Kate, uh, Josh and Kate Richter. Um, great book. And... Um, that's what she's been going to. So she's gone. She's going to the first one. She might have gone to the second one. I don't know. But if you, if you're new, newly saved, or just don't even know where to start, and you're walking, you're not newly saved, and you want a book like that, let us know. Let Logan know in the comments, and we'll make sure to get you get you one. Okay. So let me go on. So she goes on to say, "It's a she, right? Yeah. She goes because she goes to the ladies thing. <laughs> you have to be a lady." says, I have two questions on my mind now. My first question has to do with sharing my newfound faith with others. And it says, I have several family members I would love to bring to Jesus, but I don't know exactly how to approach this. I have shared with them the steps I have taken and changes I have made in my life, but I'm not sure how to, sh- to answer the questions they might have for me, especially if they are resistant or even hostile. Do you have any recommendations for resources that can guide me? Well, I would tell you, the root is is a great thing. But here's the thing. I'm going to tell you this. Unless um, unless you can, this is, you might want to start out in Romans because Romans clearly explains about being saved. It's what we call the Romans road, right? And it gives you great instructions on how to win the lost. All right, but... And it's like Romans 10, isn't it? Isn't it Romans something like that? Look up Romans Road for me really quick because I feel like it's in 10, but I could be completely wrong about that. Um, <clears throat> what, I would, what I would say to you more than anything is let your life speak for itself. If you act different, if you talk different, if you behave different, um, people your family, your friends, everyone's going to ask you. The odds of them being hostile to you 
or resistant to you will be far less. And the reason it's going to be far less is because they're the ones asking, right? They will have seen either you're, you're more happy um, and content. Um, if you're a high-strung person or you're full of anxiety and, and they sense that you're more calm, um, more um, walk in a, a more of a, a place of peace, that changes everything because um, also, like, if you are a person that had need, like, you were always doing with less. But now they see because you've learned the um, principles of giving and being a steward, um, now they see that you live without want. Like, that things just, like, your whole lifestyle Everything for, has taken a 180-degree turn. It's like when you asked the Lord to be your um, Lord and Savior. When you got saved, you're to do what repentance means. You do a 180-degree turn. So the direction you were heading in, you're opposite now. Everything that you would have done, it's the George Costanza principle from Seinfeld. Everything you were doing before, you do the opposite. And you see that it actually has a more positive result. So when you do the George Costanza principle and you do the full repentance, everything in your life is going to dramatically change. It's everything. I mean, from your, um, um, I want to say it's persona, but it's not the right, from your countenance to the way that, I mean, the, the joy that you walk in, the peace that you walk in, the uh, the friendships that you create, the financial freedom that you walk in, the 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 mindset of lack mindset of lack is gone. The way the words that you speak are different. Everything that you become is opposite than who you were, and people start going, "What the heck happened to her?" And how is life so much better? Like, it was a hot mess. Now, in a matter of six months, I'm looking at a whole different person than what I knew. What is going on? What has she done? Right? They won't know maybe that it's God. But as soon as they come and say to you, like, what are you doing? It's like somebody who's lost weight, right? And they start getting fit. You're like, okay, I knew that that person was about 50 pounds bigger than they are. What are they doing? Because it doesn't look like they're struggling at all to lose this weight. In fact, they are actually happy. They're not like all pouty and um, kind of, you know, like I was grumpy. If I ever had to lose weight before in my life, like I was a super grumpy person. I was not a joy to be around. Um, so when you change and your po- your change is so positive, and their their life's a mess, and they used to like used to commiserate together, and now you're you have nothing in common anymore. They sit there and go, "I want what they have. What the heck is going on?" And oftentimes, like this last time when I decided to lose weight, I did things totally different than I've ever done them before in the past. And imagine that they actually worked out. And with you, instead of you carnally making some changes to your life you've spiritually taken 
uh, some steps, which made it a whole lot easier when you do things spiritually speaking and you let Jesus help you with them. He does it far better than you ever will. And it does look like it's easy. Like it is not hard. Um, And so because of that, they're going to, when they find out it's the spiritual aspect, some of them are going to be like, eh, not for me. But then there's others that are going to be like, like, this is not working for me. The life that I'm living right now, it is not working. This, I'm, I'm miserable. So maybe she's not miserable. Maybe this isn't such a bad deal. Maybe I'll give it a shot. There'll be, there'll be some that go, yeah, that's not for me. Like, she'll be back. She'll walk away from that. This is just a fad. You're going to have those people. Mm-hmm. It, it, that's just the way it is. Longevity proves them wrong. And you flourishing and being victorious, winning and winning and winning and winning every time makes them go, okay, nothing's changing and everything keeps getting better. Maybe there is something to this. Maybe those kinds of people may take a little bit longer. But the people who are like right where you're at, you were before you got saved, they're going to be like, I might want to. I might want to give this God thing a try. That's those are the ones that you'll first get, and then the other ones, it's through longevity. And then there'll be most that won't want what you have because that's just biblical. Most won't want what you have because they want to stay the way that they are. It's like I I think about this. I think there's um. I always make fun of this. There's a town here. There's a there is a town here that I love. This town of Inglewood, I love it. It's got some of the best people I know that live in it. And they've literally grown up in that town. They, they, that's all they've ever known is Inglewood for the most part. The bad part about Inglewood is it creates a mindset. And the mindset is a poverty mindset or it's um, I'm, I'm less than what I actually God has for me. Or it's less than everybody else. Like in, an inferiority complex, right? A lot of people from Inglewood, I don't meet a lot of people from Inglewood that walk around knowing they're the, the, they're the crap, right? It's because a lot of times in that, like if, if you knew, Inglewood doesn't really have like um, a bad area. Like there's no like... There's no ghetto. There's no, you know, like people who, who, um, have you ever, uh, known people who like, I'm trying to think of like, people have poverty mindset mindsets. It doesn't mean a poverty mindset can come from a particular, uh, place of living. Okay. But it also, because like, I, I do think of, I, I've known plenty of people who grew up in, like, um, I, w- I don't want to say ghetto, but what do you call, what do you call those areas that are impoverished? Projects. Projects. Oh, thank okay. you. I was going to not say that. <laughs> thank you. I could not think of it at all. I was going to say God something else. So I'm glad I did not. <laughs> I've known lots of people yeah. from the projects. Listen, I used to hang out in the projects, right? Mm-hmm. Great people. I mean, I genuinely had great friends and great people that I loved in the projects. The problem was, is they had a projects mentality. They were going to stay in the projects. They were going to live in the project. They were going to die in the projects. Their kids were going to grow up there, and they were going to also live in that that mindset. And then every now and then, you meet one and said, this ain't the place for me. I can do far better than this. Mm-hmm. And that's where I feel like people in Inglewood have that mindset. 
It's like they all like grow up together. They all know each other. They all think that this is about as good as it gets. And nobody ever says, I'm better than this. I don't have to live like this in this mindset. I, I can do more. Every now and then I meet one. And then there's some that I fight tooth and nail to to give them a mind renewal and so that they understand who they are in Christ because they are far better. Inglewood's a great place. Like I said, there's no no bad area. All the homes in there are very, very nice for the most part. Like most people would go through there and go, dang, I would love to live there. Mm -hmm. But the problem is, is they have an impoverished mindset. Mm -hmm. And I don't like that. I don't like that for anybody. Um, so I would just say to you, be the example. I would not say a daggum word to anyone. If you want them to be saved, what I would do is just be the new you. Be the new saved you. And I'm just telling you right now, they'll be coming like roaches in the dark. They'll be coming out at you because they're going to wonder what the heck happened to you. What do you have that has to- what what is going on in your life that has totally changed you? Now they're going to probably all know that you're going to church now and that you're doing things different, but that's not going to be enough for them. They're going to be like, "So what? Lots of people go to church. That didn't change them like it changed you. Like that means nothing to me." They're going to have to find out. Like, so you go to church, so what? But what else are you doing? Do you understand what I'm saying? I do. And just like one really important thing that you can do. Yeah, you, can, you that is now available on the Hope Hotline You can t-shirt. purchase your shirt. That is you be oh. you. The new you. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Oh my gosh, it, she's Hope. transitioning to, to sell a shirt. Preach it, Hope. You be you. But it's true. You're the new you. You just have to be consistent and you have to show that that's who you are. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Do you want to know where the Roman um, Romans road was? Yes. Okay. So they say that it basically starts in Romans 323 because it starts with for all who ha- all have yes. sinned and come short of the glory of God. Yes. <clears throat> Romans 310 through 18 gives a more detailed picture of like what sin looks like. But Romans 310 Romans 10:9 says oh, that if you 10. confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from oh. the dead, you will be saved. And then oh. Romans 10, 13 says, I knew it was 10. You were right. And then it says, for everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. And that's Romans 10, 13. So Boom. you were, you were there. It was, it was like, in Romans and it kind of makes its way through. Um, but yeah. I knew it was 10. That's good. Like, but then I was right. thinking when you did three ten, I'm like, well, I know that's it. I know. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, but read Romans chapter 10. Yeah. And that will, that, listen, I'm just telling you Romans uh, chapter 10. You read that over a bunch. Yeah. And that will help you explain. Now, listen, people are going to have lots of questions for you. You are never going to be able to answer them. Mm. That's just the truth. The Holy Spirit, though, mm-hmm. which is your next question, mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit will so help you mm-hmm. and give you the right words to say. So that you might, there have been so many times, I'll be honest with you, people have come and talked to me or even on this podcast, people, uh, I'll be talking about something and then in my spirit, I, I'm just like, just say this. And, and I won't even know it, right? I mean, I'll know it, what I'm saying, but I won't know. Like, I'll find out later that I'm like, oh my gosh, 
Right. That was so the Holy Spirit because yeah. he'll show me in the word or something like mm-hmm. later on where I may have read that a long time ago, yeah. but I don't rem- remember it mm-hmm. or whatever. Listen, even if you haven't read it and you don't know it, I'm just promise, just promise you yeah. the Holy Spirit will give you the right words to say, even though you don't really feel like you can hear him. It'll be like innate. Mm-hmm. It'll like be like something that's in your belly. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, I just got to say this. And you'll say, this may not make sense to you, but, and then you'll say it, and then it will make sense to them because the Holy Spirit is connecting to them that way, and he's using you. And it will not make sense to you at that time, but it will later. Just don't worry about making sure you have all the answers. You're never going to have them. Mm. Nobody does. Nobody does. But the more you get in the Word, the more things you'll recall, the more familiar you'll get with stuff. You will be able to answer more questions, but you will. There will be plenty that you will never know, and that's okay. You can, you know, the best thing you can always say to people, which I have to do with this podcast all the time. People send me questions in all the time. Guess what? I don't know the answers. Guess what I do? I research. I look them up. Right. And the best thing that anyone can do is to always not to make everybody think that they know that they know everything <laughs> like they got it going on right. the best thing that you can do is be honest and transparent and say you know what i don't know the answer to that question but i'm going to find that out for you amen because <laughs> you know what yeah. nobody likes to know it all i know and you don't know and nobody knows it all <laughs> exactly and you're fooling no one right except right. yourself right and even that you're not really fooling you mm. nobody knows everything yeah all you can do is the best that you can do. And then after that, you can try and find it out for them. And it, it might be a great opportunity for you mm. to say, you know what? I don't know this, but would you mind? Let's open the Bible up real quick. Exactly. Let's try and figure it out. Amen. Exactly. And people love that because then they're like, yeah, let's real. do it together. Yeah. P- people don't like <sighs> non-real people. Yeah, no. No, mm. no. You know, you, people don't like fake. Right. People think that people like fake. But in all honesty, people are more drawn to the real than they are to the fake. Mm-hmm. They think they do. They mm-hmm. think that they want somebody that it's it's crazy, but it's true. Uh, so let's go to your next question. And I've answered this question on the podcast before, but you're newly saved, so you didn't know this. But I'm going to run through it very quickly, mm-hmm. okay? And then there's other podcasts that you can watch that this, like two or three that this yeah. question's been answered yeah. on. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to still answer it for you because I don't want to say – Go back and watch this podcast, podcast number. Let's just, let's just cover it real quick for you. My next question is about speaking in tongues. First Corinthians four, nine says, so likewise you, unless you utter by the tongue words, easy to understand how will it be known what is spoken for you will be speaking into the air. And then first Corinthians four, 19 says yet in the church, I read rather speak five words with my understanding that I may teach others also than 10,000 words in a tongue. Then first Corinthians 14, 28 says, but if there is no, no interpreter let him keep silent in church and let him speak to himself and to god so your question is after you gave me these scriptures is can you help me to understand speaking in tongues when there is no interpretation or am i not understanding the full context of the gift of tongues you're already wise beyond your years mm-hmm. instead of you saying it's not in the bible you're not supposed to speak in tongues you <laughs> actually said something that most people never do which is do i not understand this yeah <laughs> Most people attack you right. based on lack of knowledge. They're the ones that's completely wrong because they don't understand it. Mm-hmm. You're already ahead of the game, sister. So let me just tell you, the scriptures that you gave are 
all about tongues for the body, the church itself. Okay, that's not, there are two types of tongues, one for the body, one your personal prayer language. If tongues are spoken in the church where, like, some people are kind of like, um, like Tom is like, um, he's a loud talker, right? So um, there's other people that, like, if they're talking, you can hear them speaking in tongues, but they are not projecting their voice so the whole church can hear it for the body so that it can be interpreted, right? When they're talking, they're just praying in their prayer language. They're just loud. There's a difference. Then there's ones that uh, speak in tongues. Like even when Tom's, uh, like sometimes uh, you'll hear Aaron um, when he is um, during worship, you'll hear him speaking in tongues. He's on the microphone, but that's not projected for the congregation so that an interpretation is needed. That's just him praying in his prayer language. He's, there is a difference. Um, and you haven't really seen it here at our church, but there is a big difference. And the reason you haven't seen it is Tom, like uh, Tom, most of the time, um, I would say almost all of the time, if somebody were to speak in tongues at our church for the body, they would probably shut be shut down. And the reason is, is because you have to be very, very careful about who speaks in tongues and then gives an interpretation of that tongues. Um, it usually is going to be someone in leadership. Uh, um, the most of the times that I've seen it, it's the pastor, the pastor's wife, people in a, a leadership role that speaks in tongues and then gives the prophecy or gives, yeah, gives the prophecy for it. Mm-hmm. Um, if someone does that, it has to have three people. There's, or it has to have an interpretation. If it does not have an interpretation, the person was out of order. I've, uh, my understanding is there's usually three people who have the interpretation. It's the one that gave the tongue, then two others. Most of the time, what I've been a part of that, that's been the case. That's actually been the case. So, if uh, if somebody speaks in tongues for the church, you're going to know it because it's projected. It's loud. 1 Corinthians 12, 4, 11 talks about this. So write this scripture down. There are diversities of gifts, but the same spirit. There are differences of ministries, but the same Lord. And there are diversities of activities, but it is the same God who works all in all. But the manifestation of the spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. Now, this is where we go. And we get into the gift of speaking in tongues for the body. For, one, for to one is given the word of wisdom through the spirit. To another the word of knowledge through the same spirit. These are the gifts of the spirit. Okay. To another faith by the same spirit. To another gifts of healings by the same spirit. That would be somebody who goes and they lay hands on the sick and they always recover. That would be like a Benny Hen. Um, people like a Kenneth Hagen, people who literally have the gift of healing so that if there is a person that doesn't have the faith that they actually need, which they should have, they do, they have somebody who they can go to. Catherine Coleman was another one. Mm-hmm. You could go and you, um, A.A. Allen, another one, uh, John G. Lake, another one. They had the gift of healing that people would come to these, these revivals. They would lay hands on the sick, and you would see healings all over the place. But there are a lot of people who don't have the gift of healings, and they still heal. Like my husband, he lays hands on the sick all the time. 
and they're healed all the time. See it. Um, Pastor Rodney lays hands on the sick all the time, but he doesn't proclaim gifts of, of healing. Mm -hmm. Jonathan, neither. Adalis just laid hands on someone um, here uh, this past conference, and um, she got her eyesight. Uh, I laid hands on somebody, uh, and they got their taste and smell back. So it's like, just all, I mean, but I don't, and the Lord has told me that I would have the gift of healing, but I haven't walked in it to the level that I know that I should be. And I think that a lot of times it's all on us. What are we doing with the gift that he's given us, right? So... Um, let's keep going, uh, to another, the work of miracles, to another prophecy, to another discerning of spirits, to another different kinds of tongues, which is for the church and to another interpretation of tongues. So you have to have, if it have a tongue, it has to have an interpretation, but one and the same spirit works all these things, distributing to each one individually as he wills. Now, a personal prayer language, totally different. Even though it is still run through the Holy Spirit, your prayer language is for you to communicate with God, right? The Holy Spirit does your praying for you and words that you, like there's no one else who can communicate to the Lord exactly what you want better than the Holy Spirit. Like I run out of words, but I don't really care because then, but I pray most of the time in my prayer language, like Tracy, do you mm. pray more with words or prayer language? Um, it's a little bit of both, I would say. But it, yeah, when I start running out of words and I feel like I've already said what I need to say, yeah. it's just easier to just go into your prayer language. I I got to fix my hair. Other way. I can never no, fix yep, my yep, hair. You're filled with, with it's your prayer language, right? It's filled with tongues. So do you pray more with tongues or? Lately, more in tongues. Okay. Yeah. Norma, I know your t tongues. Do you pray more in tongues or words? I usually have a lot to say. <laughs> she says she usually a has a lot to say. But as of recently as well, I pray a lot more naturally. Pray a lot more. Talia, are you filled with tongues? Yeah. You are? Do you pray more with tongues or you're w worth words? My mouth is pretty more tongues. More tongues. Oh. Yeah. Equal for her, but more tongues. See, I pray almost exclusively in tongues. That's good. There's many reasons why. One of the main reasons is the saint can't understand a word you say. It's true. And I don't give him an inch. So I pray in my prayer language almost exclusively. Mm. Huh? I understand you're having a conversation, and I get that. Norma mm. says, I'm just having a conversation. I get that. Like, I'll say to the Lord, I, like this morning during my time, I'm thanking him, I'm praising mm. him, because actually that's one of the things in your prayer time you're supposed to do. Um, but... And I can do that with my actual words, but I also do that in tongues a lot too. Do you want to say something to that? No, I just, my thing moved. <laughs> oh, your thing moved? Okay, so first, so what yeah. did Paul say about uh, your prayer language? He says in 1 Corinthians 14, 18, always go to the word. Like, don't listen to anybody tell you about anything unless they have scripture to back it up. A lot of uh, uh, doctrines will tell you that tongues are gone. It does not say that at all. There's nowhere. That's, that says tongues are for yesteryear. It doesn't at all. Um, and they'll even tell you that healing's not for today. They'll tell you all those gifts that I just told you do not exist any longer. Don't listen to that. It's not in the word. That's a doctrine. And there, are, it even says doctrine of devils. Like there's doctrine, doctrines out there that are, there are devils. 
They are not, they are not accurate. Paul said in 1 Corinthians 14, 18, I thank my God I speak with tongues more than all of you. Mm-hmm. He was not speaking in tongues to the church. He was saying in general, he speaks in tongues all the time. And that he was basically challenging, I think. Uh, I thank my God I speak in tongues more than all of you. He's th- saying, I do it more than you guys do. And I'm glad that I do. Well, for me, I say to that, you ain't going to beat me. I'm going to speak in tongues more than you kind of thing. There are advantages because, like I said, Satan does not understand your prayer language. He does not understand tongues at all. And I don't give him, if I'm praying over something, if I'm believing for something, if I, whatever I'm doing, I do it in tongues. Because the Holy Spirit says it far better than whatever I could say it in. Period. Hands down. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. So. Get your prayer language if you don't have it. Mm-hmm. Let me finish saying what she wrote. Yeah, it's yeah. super sweet. Okay. Okay. So after you wrote all that, you said, hopefully that you understand it. But since you come here, if, if that didn't make the most sense to you and you need more help, come to me or Tracy, Logan, Heather. Somebody can help you walk through tongues. We'll give you more insight if you need a little bit more than that. But she, but you finished off with saying, thank you for your podcast. It is such a great forum and an amazing way to share your knowledge with so many. Keep being you. Aww. We're going to get you a t-shirt, girl. And if you'd like to yeah. order your own. So, <laughs> so here's the thing. I don't know where they're at. Heather's got, but here's the I thing. I don't either. <laughs> Tracy knows who you are. Yeah. Correct? Yes. Can you make sure she gets a t-shirt? Yeah. Because you're going to be you too. Yeah. You be, be you. You be you. <laughs> sincerely and then you go her sincerely is so cute why did I wait so long yeah girl I could say the same thing yeah I walked away and then it took me like four years to come back and I sat there and go what the heck <laughs> what a waste of time what a waste yeah. what yeah. a waste of time yeah. not being saved what a waste of time either you you never been saved mm. or you walked away she never was saved so what took you so long? I don't know, but certainly glad you got it right. And you're a part of our family. Thrilled that you're a part of our family. And like, I don't know if you have kids, but holy mackerel. Mm-hmm. What you're going to give to your kids that you never had, amazing. Yep. Amazing. So that will transition me right into the, if you're like her. Perfect. <laughs> there it is. And you, what? There it is. There you go. Perfect. If you're like her and you do not know the Lord and you need to be saved today. Like, like she said, what took so long? Well, what are you waiting so long for, for crying out loud? I just said this, like, I don't know, four or five podcasts ago, mm-hmm. give it a shot. What do you got to lose? Yep. You're doing bad by yourself. Mm-hmm. Like if you're going to be, if you're going to have things so rough and, and make so many bad decisions, why don't you, potentially make another bad decision mm-hmm. get saved yep. George Costanza principle everything you're doing do the opposite of it and see how it starts working out for you and the thing is is this if you have been saved before truly saved before then you know you screwed up big time and you need to get your life right and you need to get get things going again for yourself you need to come back so if either of those are you say this prayer with me real quickly and Today can be the start of a beautiful new life for you. And this weekend could never look brighter and happier. Right? Heavenly Father, 
we come to you right now. And Lord, we thank you for what you did on that cross. We thank you for the stripes that you bore for the healings that are provided to us and the wounds that you took for our transgressions, which means our sin, the bruises for our iniquity, again, which means sin. Thank you, Lord, that you paid the ultimate price so that we do not have to. I thank you for forgiving me of my sins. I ask you to forgive me of my sins. I thank you for your redemption power. I thank you that I'm redeemed. I thank you that I can call you Lord. I ask you to be the Lord of my life. Whatever you say to do from this point forward, I will do it. I will go the opposite way that I was headed before. Wherever you say go, I will go. Whatever you say do, I will do. Thank you for the price that was paid. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. You are on your way to heaven. There's nothing better. Like there is absolutely nothing better than what you just did right now. So please let us know if you if you did. Please let us know. We'll send you. I'll, I will personally make sure that you get that root Bible or root book to help you get totally like saturated in the new world that you just accepted. That root book will really help you dig in. It'll it, it'll teach you some things that you need to know. It'll get you stronger in the Lord. And if you need a Bible, we'll get you a Bible, a really good study Bible. We're not to read the word or to study the word, right? So we'll help you get so you you, um, you know the word better, more deeply. Iron sharpens iron. I help you find a good church. If, there, if you don't live in the area and there's, uh, just let us know where you live. Hopefully we can help you find one. Otherwise, tune into Foundation Church. You can't go wrong there. I can promise you that. You'll learn more of the word than you ever dreamt possible. you have some good laughs along the way. Might be offended here and there. I don't know. But either way, it's all good. That's what life's all Jesus offended people too. Um, and please give online to Foundation Church and support us so we can get the word out. But more importantly, if you support Foundation, if you support the Hope Hotline, we're going to make sure you get a t-shirt. And um, we love you. Have a great weekend, and I will see you on Wednesday. Bye. Real talk.